Welcome to the podcast, Finding Silver Linings, with your hosts, Benny and Paula, married team of inherently flawed individuals, business entrepreneurs, and empty nesters. Our approach to life is trial and error, many errors along the journey, which makes us 100% human. We find ourselves living life upside down sometimes, and that has brought us to the awareness of looking for and finding silver linings. Welcome to episode two, kindness. The needs are staggering. Today we're setting our intentions on finding opportunities to be kind. Find out one of Paula's quirks regarding not wearing pants. We answer some of your questions and we encourage our listeners and ourselves to make a teeny difference in our own corner of the world. Hey, I'm Benny. And I'm Paula. And And we're we're finding finding silver linings. Every day. We're looking for them. We are looking for them. But today in particular, and this week. Particular? Particular. (laughs) We've been looking for kindness. Yeah. And extra ways to be kind. Some days that's harder than others for me. Some days it's harder for me. But you know why? It's because I don't always set my intentions on being kind. But I'm finding that if I wake up and I hum some tune, I I sing something happy, you know, whether I know the words or not. This morning you were singing, let's all go down to Dumas Walker. Let's all go down to Dumas Walker. But you weren't singing the right words. So let's we had to all Google go. That. Did that song make you more kind? Well, yeah, because it made me happy. Just a song. Okay. So my point is to wake up and be intentional to think about it, to uh, put it out there, put it in front of me that today... I'm going to be kind. I'm going to find kindness inside of me to give to others. And I'm going to be kind to myself. That can be hard. Maybe the hardest. Possibly. Yeah. Give ourselves a break sometimes. You know, we deserve a break. You deserve a break today. You are in rare form tonight. We just had a delicious meal. We came in. It's late. The, you know, tonight's a blue moon night. I'm probably missing it doing this podcast, but um, I did get to see it last night. It was fantastic. But we just came back from a great, relaxed meal. One of the best I've had in a long time. Interestingly enough. It's really good. Every time we go to this place, I order the same thing because you cannot improve on it. But alas, tonight they improved on it. And it was the same thing, mm-hmm. but it was just spot on. And so, because their whole menu's great, I jump around and I try different mm-hmm. things. Tonight I had um, chicken fried ribeye. It was huge. Oh, I ate half of it because it, I was so full, but it was so good. So tender, so tasty. And I'm a salmon snob, so if I can find a place that has excellent salmon, I pretty much don't steer from that. So I was not disappointed. I brought half of it home, and tomorrow I will have it for breakfast and lunch, and it'll be just as good tomorrow. So that's good stuff. We have to remember that you are the um, leftover (laughs) queen. (laughs) 
<laughs> I thought he was going to say I was the quirky queen because I am a little quirky. And I have a story he does not know about this. I like the element of surprise. Mm. I think it mm-hmm. I think it just adds so much to a marriage and a relationship. But this, and a podcast. <laughs> and a podcast. So Okay, lay it on me. I am quirky. Like my middle name could be quirky. And honestly, I think it's part of my charm. So I don't try to do anything about the quirks. They've always been there since I was a little girl. When I married you, my mother took you aside and kind of patted you and said, Yes, she did. She said, she said good, good luck. luck. <laughs> she whispered that in my ear as she hugged me. Good luck. <laughs> and I like to think that's because I'm quirky, not because I'm difficult. But I have this thing. And if you have followed our live videos over on STEMS for any length of time, you know that I like to tease about being empty nesters and coming home and sitting in our underwear. Oh, I don't tease about that crap. I do it. <laughs> he really does it. <laughs> but it's just sort of, it, it's something that I tease about and I laugh about it. And if you're new to the podcast, you maybe don't know my humor yet. But the truth is, I never sit in my underwear. In fact, I don't even walk around the house without clothes on. I beg her to, and she won't do it. <laughs> it's true. I do, however, come home and get comfortable and put on something stretchy and take the bra off. But I don't sit around in my underwear, and I don't walk around without clothes on, and I never leave the house without clothes on. Nor do I. But here's where the quirk comes in. I have this weird thing where sometimes I go to the grocery store or other places, and when I get inside the grocery store where there are people, I wonder if I have pants on. And it makes no sense, but it happens like weekly. It's it's a weird thing. Well, I do remember recently we went somewhere, and you packed your shoes, and when we got to the hotel and unpacked, you had... Two mismatched shoes. Yes, they were both black, but they were completely <laughs> different shoes. And I was going to do a a, um, a vendor event where I had worked for like a month creating things for this vendor event where I was going to meet and greet people, and I had mismatched shoes for the whole weekend. But that's a whole other story. We're going to go back to not wearing pants. Oh, yeah. I never would ever leave the house without pants on because I don't walk around my own house without pants on. But this week, I was going to the accountant's office, and I was going to pick up payroll. I do this every two weeks. It's part of my life. And I get out of my car, and I'm walking toward their glass doors. And I can see my reflection in their glass doors as I'm walking toward it. And I take a gasp (gasps) out loud, wondering if I have pants on. They are 130 blocks from my house. and I'm, Did you? Yes, Good. I did. But why on earth would I wonder if I had pants on? Because secretly you want to be as free as I am, probably. Maybe that's the case. Yeah. Maybe that's the case. Or maybe I was just being kind to everybody by wearing pants when I leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I think, I think it's a problem. Where's the problem? That I am concerned about whether or not Uh, I wear pants. That's all I got for you. 
<laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> Very interesting and, indeed. And even as we do this podcast right now, I have pants on. I have shorts on. So there you go. What does this have to do with kindness? Well, I have I no idea. You're being kind to yourself by coming home and being free, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, somehow, I don't know. somehow or another, we decided this week that we were going to talk about kindness and we were going to spread a little kindness and we yeah. were going to look for ways to be kind. And both of us have done that this week in tangible ways. Well, and here's a real easy one. I, I, I just did it, and I'm not saying this to certainly toot my own home. Did he just say toot my own home? We have, we're in a cul-de-sac, and we have 12 neighbors, and they're all wonderful. I thought he was going to say, we're in a cult. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, go on. Um, but one neighbor in particular has had uh, some things come up, and they had to leave town, and I was not in their game plan but you know it's hot right here in lubbock texas and so i just went over and watered their plants tonight and i found a i found that so refreshing to my soul to be over there watering their plants you know i don't know what to do for them but i could do that so that was a that was just an easy thing to do and i enjoyed it and it uh, it blessed me to be able to get to do something for them as small as that is so well and i found a way today and and honestly it was because i knew we were going to talk about this and i even said before you left for work i bet things arise today because this is on our mind things are going to arise to give us opportunity to be kind that we might not have noticed i think the opportunities are always there but we don't always notice them so it was on my mind and i was at costco today because you were intentional. I was being intentional. I was at Costco today getting some nectarines. Man, if you haven't had the in-season white nectarines right now, go to the store and grab you some because they are so delicious. The fruit is so delicious right now, but the nectarines especially. Yeah, had some great watermelon today too. Mm, so good. Um Got some cream and got some nectarines, and my pet peeve in the whole entire world is people who don't put their shopping carts in the corral. Like, the, it, it just, it really bothers me. So even if you have to take a few extra steps, you just put the cart back. And I always go as, even further than that, I take one in from the, from the parking lot. I always take a basket in, and then I and then I leave it behind, but I put it in the corral. But today I parked a little far from the corral. I wasn't on a road that even had them. And so I emptied my car and I saw a lady a couple of cars down from me that had quite a few things she was unloading. And I thought, I'm gonna wait and I'm gonna take her basket for her when I take mine mm -hmm. because we are not anywhere close to a corral. And I kind of shocked her, it kind of surprised her. But she stopped and she smiled and she says, but I've got a lot to unload. And I said, that's okay. I'll wait. I'm going over there and I'd like to take your basket. You mean you had patience? I did. I was being wow. very intentional and kind. And it felt so good to walk across the parking lot carrying two baskets. Not carrying them. Wow. I'm not that strong. But <laughs> pulling two carts to the corral. Um, 
and knowing that I blessed someone and she didn't have to do that. So it just felt good. And it was a little thing. It was my corner of the world to make a difference in a little bitty corner of the world. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's all we have is our corner, you know? You know, I was listening to, I've been listening to many different kinds of podcasts lately, learning how the professionals do it. Because I don't want ours to be hokey or unprofessional, but the truth is I don't know how to do this. I'm learning as I go. And we said on our live this, this afternoon that it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, and I feel like that, like I'm learning new tricks, and it's, it's hard. So today I was listening to some people who have like the most popular podcast, seeing how they do their intros and their outros and their, their teasers and um, their segments. And one of them that I listened to was Oprah's because of all the people in our time and day that know how to do media. She's one of them. She's got a great cast. She has great people around her that, that do that for her. Um, and she was interviewing Allie McGraw. Now, I'm going to be honest. I did not know who Allie McGraw was. You did. I said her name immediately and you knew. And but you I, do now. I do now. I've Googled her. But their podcast was really interesting to me. It felt very peaceful. It felt very good. And one of the things that Allie said was, we can make a teeny bit of difference and the needs are staggering. And that is one of her philosophies in life. She lives in Santa Fe and she does a lot of reaching out in her community because she thinks she can make a teeny bit of difference and the needs are staggering. So she's not trying to change That's the good. whole world. She's making a teeny difference. That's excellent. That great. I think sometimes we we um, get weary in well-doing. Have you ever heard that? You know, we get weary before we even start because we we try to eat the whole elephant and and we can't. So if we just, like we've already said, start in our corner of the world and just do, as Ali said, those teeny things, they, they can and they do make a difference. As insignificant as we might think they are to the person that you're being kind to, it makes a huge difference. You know, this huge. whole podcast is about finding silver linings. Yeah. And being kind is one of the biggest silver linings we can find, is finding ways to bless people. That is a silver lining in and of itself. And we were visiting the other evening, and we were talking about finding silver linings, just in our personal conversation. And analogies a lot of times speak to me. And so the analogy that quickly came to my mind was, um, was it New Year's that we went to a party, a dress-up party? Tell me more. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. No, was it? It was a Christmas party. It was a Christmas party, that's right. In Amarillo? Doesn't even matter, yeah. And so it was a uh, after-five affair, which is rare that we get to go to something like that. It was a lot of fun to, to dress up. So anyway, we planned months in advance, and I thought 
instead of going and renting a tuxedo, I'm just gonna go buy my own tuxedo. So I had one um, custom made for me. I got to pick the fabrics, um, I got to pick you know the the lapel the, the buttons the everything about it and it was it was fitted just to me and then i thought we were done and you were stunning by the way oh can a man be stunning i don't know but anyway i mean i bought the shoes and the socks and the cufflinks and the bow tie it was pretty cool i had fun doing it but when I thought we were finished placing the order because we had picked the fabrics and all that. Then she said, what would you like your lining to be? I hadn't even thought about the lining. Nobody sees the lining. So I was just assuming that they would just line it with a suit lining. Just Something cheap. Whatever they wanted to. That, But I got to pick the lining. So I got to pick the inner lining of my jacket and my vest, and even the lining into the sleeves of the jacket. So I got to coordinate fabrics inside the lining. And all of that story is bringing us to the point that uh, it occurred to me that silver linings many times are just like the lining in my jacket. Not everybody sees the lining. That lining was really for me. Mm-hmm. And that's not a selfish thing. Um, when we do good for people, many times the silver lining is for us. It makes us feel good. It makes us, uh, it, it empowers us. It, um, it humbles us. And it's for our pleasure and our enjoyment, I think, many times to find that silver lining. It's just for us. That's excellent. As we do with kindness. So, yeah, and as we do with kindness. um, Do you want to tell how we came up with this week's topic for kindness? Where we came up with this idea? Yeah, I was was visiting with a lady this week, a a good, a great friend of mine. And um, she's older than I am. I'm 60, about to be 61. And um, I think they're possibly, I know for me, and, and she was saying it for her, there's times in our lives that we just decide, I'm done with this or that. I'm too old to do that anymore. I'm not going to do that anymore. I've paid my dues. Those kind of attitudes. And that's what she was telling me. I've taught Sunday school all my life. To children, I've taken care of children, and she's great at it. She loves it. It's her passion. But she just was saying, you know, I kind of felt like it's my time to stop all that and just sit back and just go to to adult church. Just go to big church now because I've paid my dues. And uh, as she was telling me that, then she began to tell me about a gentleman that has started coming to their church Um He's pretty fresh out of prison, and he's been wearing an ankle bracelet. Is that what they call them? Um, Monitor. Yeah, not a silver one from James Avery. (laughs) No. Yes. And a uh, monitor, that's correct. And he's maybe in the past week or so, he's finally got to take that 
monitor off of his ankle. And this little church that she, my friend, attends um, decided that they were going to help this gentleman. They um, decided that they would give their offerings to this gentleman because they believed in him. You know what? They're, I'm veering off just a little bit. I'm coming back to it. They saw a man that deserved not a second chance, but another chance. And we all deserve chances. We all have received so many chances in our lives. So to whom much is given, much is required. Um, so this gentleman, they decided they were going to give their church offerings to him. And they found him a job. And... Um, he brought his wife's grandchildren to church with him. And my friend said that they didn't really know how to act in adult church and she thought, I need to take them aside so that they can continue with church. And so she took them aside and she and she said, you know, she wasn't speaking ill of them at all. She was just explaining the situation. She said they had the smell of poverty. Um, wow, that, that spoke volumes to me. And she said, all of a sudden I recognized I'm not through with children. And as long as they want to come to this church, I'm going to do what I have to to take care of these children and to teach them. And I thought that was so powerful, so such kind. a so kind, so selfless. Um, it just it just spoke to me to recognize there are people out there with like that quote you just read bit of difference the needs are staggering the needs are staggering the needs are staggering and in her little corner of the world she made a difference last Sunday in in some little people's lives some young people's lives what a silver lining so Why can't we all be more intentional to give kindness? It it doesn't cost us anything. It doesn't cost us anything to be kind. And I I as I as I thought about that, there's there's needs all around us. You know, whether it's giving somebody a sandwich or a job or a drink of water or some coins in our pocket or a smile or time. A, a time, a ride somewhere, a pair of clean clothes or a jacket, whatever, whatever it is that we feel imp compelled to do, if we do it, we're, we're going to experience the silver lining. And 
I, I think that has a lot to do with being inspired or being, as I heard it once, when we are inspired to do things, it's because we are in spirit. We are connected with something bigger than ourselves. And when we recognize that, we can step out of ourselves and begin to um, pay it forward and to, to, to give where there's a need. And uh, whatever that need is, is defined very differently in every situation. I know so many times kindness is just a smile. I'm going to give another example from today. I went to the car wash and cleaned my car up, cleaned the inside of my car, got it washed. And as I was going through the tunnel, there were two people on both sides of my car with the sprayers and showing me where to go, you know, motioning for me to come in. And they did not make eye contact with me. But when I got to the end, there were two people waiting for me to dry my car mm -hmm. and I caught both of their eyes and I smiled at both of them and waved and I, I made an intentional effort to not be on my phone in the tunnel but waiting till I got to the dryers because I was going to catch their eye and wave at them and it felt so good and I'm gonna be honest this this may be a judgment but I'm gonna say that both of them possibly don't have very many people smile at them their whole lives I have a feeling these people possibly were bullied in school um, that they just had the, the feeling to me that they almost didn't want to make eye contact but they needed to and I was determined to smile and show them kindness even mm -hmm. through my window with it closed mm -hmm. and it just felt good it felt good to see them and to smile with them and let them know I was thankful that they were there drying my car wiping the, the mirror off and wiping my rear view camera off um, but just more than anything to let them know I saw them and that they have a job and that they're willing to work. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's the little things. It's the teeny bit that Allie said that yeah. I'm trying to do. Well, and, and this is exactly why we decided to start this podcast. We like to ramble and yak and have fun, but we want to do that in a way that's positive and and hopefully uplifting and talk about good things and get people's intake uh, on good things that, that they can share with us. But also but, to change ourselves and to make ourselves and, aware of. And that's exactly where I was going. To recognize what can we do in a world that seems like it's full of negativity? What can we do? not get weary in well-doing and think, well, I can't do anything. I'm just little old me. Well, right here in this little corner of the world in Lubbock, Texas, we decided let's start a podcast and let's just talk about positive, good things. And uh, that's our intent. That's the purpose of this crazy little podcast out of Lubbock, Texas. We'll see where it goes, but... But we it's, believe we can make a teeny bit of difference. The that's needs right. are staggering. That's right. The needs are staggering. 
And that, gosh, that's a staggering thought to say it that way. The needs are staggering. The needs are staggering. And uh, so what you did today at the car wash, smiling at two people, that didn't cost you anything. We're all walking Abs each other home. Absolutely. One of my favorite quotes. Absolutely. But I just think about the people out there that are desperate. They are hanging on by a thread because the needs are staggering. Are staggering. And what if each of us individually made that tiny bit of difference that they held on one more day? that they saw some light, they saw a glimmer of hope because someone was kind to them. Mm -hmm. Powerful. It's powerful. Yeah. It's one thing to wear a be kind tattoo or a be kind shirt, but it's another thing to do it. It's one thing to have a be kind <clears throat> bumper sticker, but it's another thing to drive kindly. It's true. And our actions are what people hear. Hmm. Our it's actions true. are seen, they're heard. It's not our it's not our voices, it's not our words, but it's our actions. One of the other things from the Oprah podcast today with Allie McGraw, Oprah asked her, What will be your legacy? And what did she say? And she said, kindness. And she went on to say it's a word that was a little word growing up but it's a big deal it touches every detail of your life the way you treat the checkout guy the way you drive the way you smile it's a little word but it affects everything about your life that's really good and she went on to say how we weren't really taught kindness when, when, when she was growing up, she wasn't taught that, but I think today we need to be taught that more than maybe we used to need to be taught that. I think it's a greater need today than it was when we were young. I think that's right. I, I feel like very possibly kindness was more inherent than it is today. I agree with that. We knew kindness because we saw kindness and we Mimic followed the or... example mm -hmm. s somewhat. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, at least in my home, I'm going to say it was expected. Expected, yes. Kindness goes along hand in hand with respect. Respect of my elders specifically is what I'm mm -hmm. referring to. Mm -hmm. Correct. And somewhere... Somewhere we had a breakdown. Well, we're gonna we're gonna change that in a teeny way. Yay! <laughs> That's my plan. In our corner of the world. In little corner and in your corner. So all of this, it's for us. It is absolutely for us to constantly be reminded to remind ourselves to be kind, to be intentional, to pay it forward, to look for ways to help. But it's also our way through this podcast to encourage others to do the same thing in all of our busy lives 
we just we struggle with stress we struggle with relationship issues and financial you know issues and just busyness busyness oh it's around every corner we all struggle with all of that so we just need that simple reminder to stop to breathe to be more intentional in our actions in how we're going to respond good word good word period how are we going to respond hey do we want to answer some questions that came in over the yeah. week all right the very first podcast we had we asked you to email us questions that you might have for us and we said no topic was off limits although we, we might not answer it that's right so we are saying you can still send us questions for the future podcast hello at findingsilverlinings.org is where you communicate with us we would love for you to send us a question and you might just get it read and answered coming up. and it's not that we don't want to answer a question it's that we might not have the answer we might not. <laughs> but i always i told a lady today she was asking my opinion on a decorating question in our store and I said, I can assure you, I will always have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of us do. Well, from our email bag, this is not a question, but our very first ever email in the history of ever that came through at hello at findingsilverlinings.org was from Elta. And Elta said, congratulations, I love being alive. It's my 78th birthday today. Happy birthday! And so this would have been a few days ago, I guess on Sunday when we put our podcast up. But happy birthday, 78th birthday. And she says, blessings with your podcast. Y'all always make me laugh and feel better. And I awesome. wanted to read that That's because great. that was not only encouraging, but it was kind. She sent us a kind email encouraging us and thanking us and she did not have to sit down and send us an email and do that no she did but not it was huge to us it was like me smiling in the tunnel at the car wash today that's right well that reminds me when we opened our store here in lubbock six years ago do you remember on our opening morning we had been working on that store getting it ready on our first day that we were going to be open we got to our back door early that morning to get it all ready to open the front door and there was a note a handwritten note taped to our back door and it was not signed but it was a blessing for our business and we have ideas of who it's from but we do not know and did you know i still have that yes, note I did. in my office and did you know that one of our listeners, Rachel, sent in this question, what is the coolest way a stranger has blessed you? And that was going to be my answer. Really? Yes, it was. Guys, I promise you, <laughs> yes, I, did not, I did not know that. No, in fact, he knew the question, but he didn't know what I was going to answer because remember that element of surprise. Um, yes, 
We're simpatico. <laughs> Sometimes we are on the same. Sometimes we're on the same page. We're on the same page. But yes, that note, that note. I remember we both teared up. Of course, we were tired. We had worked so hard and getting it ready and, and fearful. Is it going to work? It, or is anybody going to come? Um, but just knowing that somebody had done that in the middle of the night, gone down the alley and taped a note for us, it was huge. It was huge. And it they took the time to handwrite something that was so thoughtful and personal, and then they took the time to drive it over there and tape it to our back door. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's still speaking to us, whom, yes. whomever that was that did it. Because those teeny things make a difference they make a difference it's the word teeny she didn't use the word tiny it's teeny and that sounds even smaller Smaller than than tiny tiny. (laughs) but but it's just sometimes we don't know the influence that we have on people so here's another question and i'm giving this one to you this is from rachel she says what is your best advice on turning a bad day around That is so easy for me to give the answer to that. Turn your thoughts, turn your eyes, turn your attitude, turn your intent towards someone else. Just start looking around you and recognize someone else is going through a difficult time. What can I do? And it'll immediately take your mind off of your problems, off of whatever you think is a problem and once again, you'll find a silver lining. Good question. Rachel sent us three questions. Oh, yeah? And I'm going to read the last one because the second question we've already answered together. But the Thank you, one, Rachel. Oh, these are great. Um, before I ask this last question, we are doing a little giveaway coming up on a future podcast in the very near future. We want you to send us an email and tell us what's in your car console. Oh. <laughs> I had this idea because I have some random things in my car console and I went to get my tires checked a couple of days ago and was looking for the tire tool, the little key so they could take the, the lug nuts off. And I opened my console and I just kind of cracked up at myself. And so I thought, I wonder if other people have these kind of things in their car console. So we've already gotten several responses. I have laughed out loud at some of them. It's really interesting. But we're going to play a little game with that. So it is not too late. Email us, hello at findingsilverlinings.org and tell us what's in your car console. And then listen to a future podcast in the next week or two We're going to be playing a game with all those answers. So you still have plenty of time. Yes, there are going to be prizes. I told them today on our live for our store, I said we're calling it merch because that's what the cool people use. We're going to send out some merch. Some merch. To to some winners for our our car console game. Well, and and I want to remind people as you're talking about this, um, subscribe, follow us so that you'll get uh, notices when our next podcast is. That's exactly right. They're all going to be positive. You're going to feel good when you when you are finished listening. And we are looking, our first goal as 
podcasters is to get a hundred followers and right now we're sitting at a big 16 and don't think for a minute that we're not thankful for each one of you 16 who have subscribed. I'm Sweet sure 16. I'm I've sure it's it. mama and sister <laughs> and cousin and... <laughs> we have more listeners, but followers is what you're talking about. Yes, that's about. Okay. right. We have quite a few listeners who have listened, but we would like for you to follow us. And all that means is you're going to... It's going to be easy to find us when we drop another podcast. You're not going to get bombarded with emails. You're not going to get bombarded with notifications. You're just probably going to get a little, just depending on if you're listening on Amazon, Spotify, or Apple, you'll probably just get a little ding if you set it up that way to say, hey, Benny and Paula have dropped another podcast. Take a listen next time you're on the toilet. Or doing dishes, <laughs> or taking a walk. I don't know what you, when you listen to podcasts. I listen when I'm doing dishes and when I'm in my paper studio. And lately, I've been listening in the car. It's just I have found some that are fun, and I'm trying to learn how to do it better. And so I, I've kind of gotten into listening to podcasts. It's been fun. So anyway, we would love for you to listen, but also follow us. We are trying to get to a hundred. That's our first goal. And it's always good, whether you're in business or whether you're on a diet or whether you're trying to exercise, it's always good to have a goal. And 100 is our first marker. So you can help us do that. Also, if this blesses you at all, just send a link to a friend. Say, hey, give this a listen. I think it'll be fun or you'll enjoy it or it made me feel good. Hey, these are my cousins or however you want to say it. But we would love it if you just turned somebody else on to us that maybe wouldn't normally know about us so there's that all right so last question are we ready i'm ready what are your favorite free or thrifty things to do that bring joy and entertainment keywords free or thrifty well i know you and i enjoy antiquing we don't even buy antiques particularly but there's something about those vintage shops and just those finds those treasures the memories the memories we enjoy walking through little antique stores and antique malls from time to time and yeah it'll jog a memory oh my mom or my grandma used to have that or we used to eat off those dishes or whatever um but we're we don't even have tons of antiques we have very few actually but it that's just something that's fun and it's it's free and we enjoy it together you know as far as being kind goes, I think it's that we're kind to those owners. Whether or not we purchase from them when we're in there, we're bringing our energy, we're visiting with them, we're encouraging them for what they're doing. And if we find something that we want, we will buy it if it's in our budget. But um, we don't buy things out of guilt. Typically, we don't buy no. things out of guilt, but we will always try to bless that small business owner because we are small business owners. So whether we are spending money in their store or we are being thrifty and, and staying true to our budget, we do always try to spread a little kindness in stores if we are in small businesses. It's what we do. We do. And that's our, free and thrifty, and it brings a lot of joy and entertainment. I remember we went into a little antique store years ago, and I don't even know why we went into it because I'll be honest, it, it looked dirty and 
it, it didn't look appealing to us from the street. But we went in there, and the truth is, we didn't really see anything in there. But we started listening to this lady that owned this little store. And I think we were in there to be listeners that day. I'm trying to remember this. Well, she started talking about her child that had been killed oh, or murdered yes. on railroad track. And mm-hmm. and she just, mm-hmm. she needed to talk. She needed some listeners. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess we were appointed that day. But I remember searching in her little store so desperately. I wanted to find something to purchase to help her. And you did. And I found an, this old antique, this vintage typewriter. And and I had already seen it first thing. And I remember the price was way more than I was willing to spend on something like that. And long story short, she offered it to me at such a deal because she was so desperate just for some income that day and I told her there was no way she could sell it for that that was way too cheap (laughs) and I ended up giving her more Mm -hmm. than she was asking for but I looked for a way to somehow try to do my part to to show show kindness kindness. and to show her that she was seen and that she was heard and I still have that little typewriter it's in my office that's right that's right so. Good, good memory there. I'm not a topper, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, yours truly went to state and typing 1988. Yeah. She's quite the little typist. At, at the time, I actually held the state record. With my regional typing score, but then... Interestingly enough, when I got to state, there was a really cute boy that I had seen at regional from Lano or Yano, Lano, Texas. Do you say Lano, I think? I don't know why I remember this. This was in the 80s. Was it me? It was not Benny. He was already an old man by then. (laughs) (laughs) But I was kind of enamored with this this young boy that I was competing against, and I I got my chi off a little bit, and I think he wound up winning. I wound up having too many mistakes at Mm -hmm, state, mm -hmm. but I was good enough. I could have beat the pants off of him. But that's a whole other story. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what happened to that. I don't even know his name. The typist from Milano. If you're listening and you were at the state meet in Austin in 1980, I don't know, maybe it wasn't 88. I graduated in 88. Maybe it was more like 86. And he got to keep his pants that day. I'm sure he did. Because you didn't beat his pants off. Nope. Yeah, you are. I saw something on the Facebook today about how, can you believe typing used to be a class? Well, it sure did, and my daddy just found, he he just it insisted, did. actually, that his three daughters took typing. All three of us took it, and I'm so thankful today that I did. It was it was a, an easy A, and, um, and it's valuable. On the keyboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, there's some rabbit chasing. We want you to email us, hello at findingsilverlinings.org. Tell us what's in your car console. Tell us maybe a way that you've been kind to someone 
or someone has been kind to you, we would love to use that as a springboard and read your comments on a future podcast. Good news travels fast. Well, let us know how you're being kind. Let us know what's in your car console. And we're going to continue to find silver linings. We hope you do too. Absolutely. If we brought a little silver lining to your life, subscribe to our channel and be in the know about things to come. You can also find out more about our mission at findingsilverlinings.org. And of course, if we blessed your life with this podcast, tell a friend about us and bless them as well. <laughs>